When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. I'm so excited and happy to have you here. So today we're going to focus on being the creator of your reality. And I'm just so super ecstatic to go over this episode. I'm going in deeply on this. I'm going to just bring out as much as I can in this episode. I'm just going to lay it on you <laughs> about the fact of how we create our reality. But even more so than that, how we create collective realities, because that's something we don't always take in account, right? So we're going to be focusing on those two areas, creating our own reality and creating a collective reality. All right. Awesome. So we covered more about awakening your inner artist and awakening your inner inventor. And now we're just focusing on putting ourselves in the driver's seat of our own reality. So as you know, we live in our mind, right? Our mind is our entire world. And through this, we have our own perceptions based on how we're shaped through experiences, through different traumas, fears, and emotions, and things we've seen, things we've been exposed to, whatever it is, all of this shapes our perception. And our perception is always being shaped every single day. It's being changed with every instance. And sometimes it seems like each day is the exact same, like carbon copy, right? But in reality, there is always something a tiny bit different about every single day. And what is most different is that once you leave one day, that day is gone. That day no longer exists and you're in a whole new day. So it's just very fascinating when you just take a moment to step out and really think about this whole reality thing as a whole, right? So when it comes to being the creator of your own individual reality, this is really determined based on how present are you in your reality? How much are you actually communicating? Are you expressing? Are you taking ownership? Are you taking accountability? Are you taking responsibility for your life and your own situation? Are you allowing for others to create your own reality? Are you on autopilot? Are you just doing what you're told? And oftentimes we find that those that are the strongest creators have an issue with others telling them what to do. Most of us don't like it, but some people really, really don't like it. And that is just because they're a little bit more active in being the creators of their lives. And at some point, we get so suppressed by not creating that we just snap one day. It could be at any time. 
but we rebel and we have to feel free. And we're like, no, I'm just going to take matters in my own hands. I'm just going to create this reality, right? We just have that breaking moment. And sometimes that moment is so beautiful because we're like jumping out of the passenger seat and we're like getting into a brand new car and we're in the driver's seat and we're ready to move the way we want to move. And that is what creating your reality is all about. And so when we talk about this, not only is it just your perception, the way you're thinking, your mindset, you know, it is also about what energy you're putting out there. Because at that point, your energy of what you are emanating in the world begins to amplify your reality even more and strengthens your reality even further. It makes it even bigger. So emotion is energy in motion. And each energy, each feeling that we have has a vibration. It does. It vibrates. Everything vibrates. We don't see it because it's just at this super high frequency that we can't even see or feel. Sometimes we can feel it, right? But when you're feeling whatever you're feeling, when you're happy, it's like it's vibrating at a higher rate. When you're feeling happy, you're feeling light, you're having energy, you're ready to move, you're moving, right? That energy, that frequency is higher. When you're feeling sad, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling low, then that vibration is slower, it's lower, right? And so these frequencies and these vibrations, well, whenever you have this, because we all resonate in our in our energy fields with others where you know we may vibrate on a certain level this brings it in closer to us right it's like it's like these like magnets that things get closer to each other with all of these different frequencies right and i'm going to go in hard on this i really am y'all because there's some things i, I have to like really, really break down so we really understand what's going on. But in those moments, we start bringing more into our reality with those different levels of frequency. Sometimes these are experiences. Sometimes these are other people that are on these frequencies. Sometimes it's just different emotions or feelings, whatever it is. We bring it in closer to our reality. And the thing that we take most away from our reality and our moments and our experiences is not what is actually happening, but how we're feeling in that moment. That's how we actually remember things. We remember more than anything how we felt. You know, like we can go back to a moment and we can try to remember all the details of what happened, but what's going to be in the forefront of that experience is how you're actually feeling, what is happening in that moment, what's actually going on emotionally. You will remember those emotions much, much more than the actual environment, than 
what that other person was wearing, that what was happening in the background that you didn't catch, even though it was there, but you didn't see it. You know, all of these different things. What's hap- what temperature was it outside? <laughs> Unless you're feeling very cold or very hot, you'll remember the temperature. But when it's this neutral environment, sometimes we just don't remember every little thing. But when you expand with your senses, utilizing your taste, your touch, sound, and hearing and, and seeing all of these things, when you embrace and you start to really start utilizing your senses in these moments that you're having in these experiences, it makes things more memorable. It creates those realities. Therefore, it starts to create these memories in your mind that begins to shape your perception even further. So your feelings are very powerful in those moments. There are sometimes I can remember certain things, but it's only because of the feeling I have attached to it. Say, for instance, I can remember what someone was wearing based on how I felt in that moment. One, they could have been wearing something that I was wearing. So in that moment, I felt like we had a strong connection because we were wearing something similar. Or maybe I touched their arm and I felt the fabric or I felt the way that it felt or whatever. I can start to remember some of those things and take in those moments a little bit stronger if I had involved more of my senses and my feelings. But if it's just a casual day and it was several years ago, I don't remember what someone had on. Does that mean it didn't happen? No, but it is about what you're feeling in that moment that created that reality for you. So our reality is shaped by our feelings, by our perception, by our emotions, by our thoughts, all of these things. It's really easy to see this in hindsight. That's why I'm bringing it up. You're probably like, where is she going with this? But that's why I bring it up. In hindsight, I'm showing you proof of when we go back to a memory of something of what we're feeling or we're like, oh man, I remember that time, that day. Gosh, I was five years old and this and this and this happened. When we're children, we are more curious about what's happening. And we really absorb ourselves into those moments, right? We touch things more because we're learning about it. We're seeing things more. We're tasting things. We're, we're just so curious that we're trying so much of what's in our environment. And I don't know about you, but my most vivid memories are when I was a child. Like I can remember things from kindergarten as if I was right there. And then there's some days I can't even remember what I did last week. <laughs> and I just think as we get older and older and older, it's, it just seems like we, we begin to allow for others to create our own realities. And then we get very, very frustrated in the process. So it's not just about manifesting, right? So manifesting is like kind of experiencing something that isn't quite in your reality just yet. It's like experiencing that moment 
without actually having the moment. And what happens is, is that when you keep experiencing that moment so much that that moment then starts to be drawn into the physical form that you then begin to re-experience it in the physical way. And so that's kind of how manifestation works. And so if you want to create a certain reality for yourself, maybe you've been a little stale or dormant, or you've kind of just been going through the motions, or you've been on autopilot, maybe this is the time for you to become activated within your own creative abilities to create the reality you want. What do you want? Sometimes I have trouble answering that, right? Like I write down my 10 wishes sometimes. And I think as we get older, we just have more doubt. We have more fear. We have more, ah, I've been through this already. It's not going to happen. It's not possible for this to happen. I don't believe this can happen because I already been through this, right? We have to forget about that for a moment. And we've got to say, yeah, okay. I get all that, but for some reason, I still want it. I still want these experiences. We go through this frustration where it's like, I want this experience. I want this feeling. I want to experience that. And we stop ourselves and we say, it's not possible. I can't have that because X, Y, and Z, or that'll probably never happen for me, or eh, it's just not in the cards for me. It's too hard. We're stuck in a reality that's not serving us. And so now we've got to pull ourselves out of that reality. We've got to disassociate ourselves, detach ourselves from the reality we don't want as much as possible. Because what is happening is in that moment, when you're reattaching yourself to the reality that you don't want, you then make that your stronger reality because it's becoming more embedded within you. You're investing more emotions into the experience that you don't want. You're investing more of your feelings of the experiences that you don't want. You're actually replaying that experience and that reality over and over and over again because you're so stuck in the disappointment and the frustration and the fear and the anger and the sadness of the reality that you don't want that you're re-anchoring it in. And so it's it's almost like we've got to wipe the slate clean and detach from it as much as possible. And the truth of the matter is, is that even if it's the same physical expression of what you're seeing, it's the same people, it's the same person, it's the same environment, it's the same house, whatever it is, when you detach from that reality that you're having by letting it go, detaching your emotions from it, detaching your feelings from it, start becoming numb to that. Just disassociate yourself from that belief. It's not for me. It's not meant for me. It's just something that happened, right? Something happened, something small happens, and then it starts to snowball, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then before we know it, we step right back into the hole that we didn't want to be in. So you've got to detach yourself from the experience and the reality you don't want, right? Step back for a moment. 
and start shifting your energy over to the experiences and the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions that you want to have. Now, I'm not saying you will be able to control every single aspect of your life. If we could do that, it would be a lot easier. But in some ways, there are ways of doing it in a different type of way, right? So when I say that, I don't mean that if you just consciously think, all right, well, I want a million dollars. I want this house. I want this partner. I want this job. I want X, Y, and Z. I want my partner to do this. I want my relationship to be like this, whatever the case may be, right? Not saying that just because you think that it's going to happen. You have to become the creator of that reality. Create those moments for yourself. Create experiences for yourself that will feel the way you want it to feel. That's the difference of where I'm going here. Because you can think of something all day long and it's still, it's not always destined to happen that way. Sometimes there's soul lessons that we need to learn. There's realizations we need to come to. There's a way that we need to evolve in order to really get to that space of acceptance because we're so buried And not feeling good enough that even if you got what it is you think you wanted, it may not even serve you because you're not in a position to accept it. You might find a way to sabotage it because your belief system, your core is so strong that it's going to push it away. It's like, I mean, you got exactly what you wanted, but now you're pushing it away because you haven't evolved to that place yet. You're still not the creator. You're still not creating those experiences because you're still creating the experiences from before. You're recreating experiences from a mindset, a belief system, a thought pattern, a way of living that wasn't serving you and all you've done is transferred it over to the thing that you thought you wanted and you're just making a mess of it. And you're recreating that. So it's not until we unbuckle that seatbelt from that dumpy car that's like trucking along and it's just like, you know, barely making ends meet. We don't know if it's just going to break down in the middle of the street. We got to get rid of that clunker, right? Get out of that car. It's done now. At one point, maybe 50 years ago, that car was great, Right? But when you grow and you evolve, it's time to get a new one. So in order to really create your reality, you have to shift. And you cannot do this externally. You cannot do this by just getting something. You have to actually feel it. You've got to actually create it within you. You do it all the time. I do it all the time. We do this all of the time, but sometimes we just don't realize it. It's so deeply ingrained, so deep. And sometimes we start and we're like, all right, fine. I keep hearing about this whole like, 
all right, think positive, manifest, visualize. I'm trying. Nothing's happening. <laughs> we get frustrated so quickly. We just stop it, right? But what's actually happening in that moment? We're still not allowing for ourselves to have the reality we want. We're still not allowing for ourselves to feel like we can accept it. What is the harm, right? Think about it. What's happening? What's the harm in believing and having experiences that are wonderful, that are pleasant, that are fun, that are good. We're going to get a lot of bad experiences. So so in that sense, what's wrong with believing that you can have a good experience? And you will find that if you answer that question deep enough, that you will find that it's a belief that you haven't broken yet. And the belief is the number one thing that's got to be broken and we change that belief by one, accepting good for ourselves, even if it's small, start small, right? Accepting goodness for yourself. Two, letting go, removing what doesn't serve you at any cost. And when I say this, I feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself a lot when I'm saying just remove what doesn't serve you. So I'm going to go a little deeper here. Remove yourself from the reality that you don't want. If you live in an environment that collectively is not supportive of your future self. If you have the mindset of wanting to be wealthy and maybe physically you're just not there yet, well, guess what? You're going to meet a lot of resistance having a wealthy mind in a poor environment. A lot of resistance, a lot of pushing, right? A lot of limitations. So you've got to get yourself removed from that as much as possible. And you've got to start placing your mind in the space that supports it. It's just about removing what is not supporting it and move to a place that is supporting it. When I say supporting it, this doesn't mean that every single person around you must be a cheerleader. You can do it. Yeah. It's not what that means. This means that you're learning from it. You're expanding your mind with it. You're increasing your value with it. You are becoming more confident with your new self and whatever this is. It is no longer reflecting the person or the reality you don't want. That is what I mean by releasing and letting go the things that don't serve you. If it's keeping you stuck, if you're feeling negative, if you're feeling 
Not necessarily negative because sometimes we confuse feeling that frustration and challenge and and things like that, things that are actually healthy for us to feel stress. I don't mean feeling stress. I don't mean feeling frustrated. I don't mean feeling challenged. I don't mean feeling overwhelmed or pushed. Those are actually positive feelings. What I mean is feeling shame, feeling guilt, feeling like you'll never be good enough, feeling like someone's condescending, feeling limited, feeling like you just are not capable or able to just even move past one step. That is what I mean when I say you're feeling negative around this person. The biggest devil in the world is stagnation, right? The biggest evil is stagnation because we are designed for survival. We are designed for progress. We're designed for growth and evolution. So anything that stunts that or stops that is against you. So you got to pull yourself out of it. If you're feeling stagnant, if you're feeling super, 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 super comfortable when you're around something, not secure, not feeling stable, not feeling grounded, those are positive, but you're feeling super comfortable and you're just like, I don't need to strive anymore. I don't need to do any more than what I'm already doing. And you start to just sloth into the background. Uh Uh-uh, that's negative. It's not good for you. That is keeping you in that reality you do not want. So going back to it, remove yourself from the reality you don't want, put yourself in the reality you do want. And sometimes you've got to be dramatic. Sometimes you have to move to a different state or a different city. You've got to cut people off, change your number, change your email, change your social media, Go to whatever extent is possible if you're really serious about changing your reality. That is up to you. And so with that, focus on, all right, cool. I know what I want. Do I feel worthy of it? A lot of times... Life is going to give you a lot of unserving, uncomfortable situations that push you to see your worth, that push you to say, I don't deserve this. Those really crappy jobs, those really crappy friends, those really unsupportive beliefs, thoughts, and feelings that you're having, it's all pushing you to say, guess what? You deserve better, right? So do you believe that you deserve better? Number one question, do you deserve better? Perfect. I hope your answer is yes. My answer is yes. So I'm going to go with yes. I know you deserve better. Number two, are you capable of getting better? Are you capable of doing anything a little bit better than you did yesterday? Anything. Are you capable? The answer is yes. All right. Number three, what is the extent of which you're willing to change and create 
a new reality for yourself? And what steps are you going to take to get there? We forget those steps, right? We want to jump right from, I have this thought. I wrote them down. They should happen, right? It, guys, come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. There are steps in between. We have to start doing those things, right? And it's not even necessarily because you have to do them. It's just the fact that when you're doing the steps, when you're following the line of progression to get to that space, you're shifting your mind and your body and you're evolving within those steps. Everything's becoming anchored in as you move along those steps and it feels really, really good. If you were just to receive everything you ever wanted without actually doing any work to get there, what is the point in that? How are you growing? How are you actually changing? How are you evolving? So we have to take those action steps because not only does that put things in motion and they become anchored for us, but it feels really good. You feel really good about yourself. When you feel good about yourself, when you feel confident that, hey, I'm actually doing what I said I was going to do, you raise your vibration and it amplifies your reality even more. That's why it's important to do the steps, right? Because we know yeah, we can we can visualize, we can experience, we can daydream, we can pretend, we can do the thing all day long, but do you just want the experience or do you want the reality? Right? Do you want the short-term experience or do you want the full reality? If you want the full reality, then you've got to be the creator of it. You got to make it. You got to design it. You got to set it up the way you want it to look. And our environment is reflective of our mind. Look around you. Sometimes I'll sit and I'll watch cleaning videos of people's cars or people's houses. And it's incredible how you have this person and their environment, it just shows who they are in, in their mind. Like I watched this one, it was like a repo of an SUV. And uh, obviously, they didn't pay their bills on the car. <laughs> so they weren't able to afford it. But when you look at the car, completely a mess, trash everywhere, old food everywhere, dirt everywhere, filth everywhere, and it was infested with roaches. Regardless of what that person was maybe going through, that was an expansion of what was happening in their mind. Their mind was feeling so low vibration that it was reflective in their car. It doesn't just stay in your mind. It reflects outwardly. It's like you're shedding, right? Like you're shedding this energy at all times. And you're shedding by leaving your mess or cleaning it up. Whatever it is, you're always shedding. And if you don't clean, if you're not mindful, if you feel comfortable in your, your shedding of your low vibrational energy, then that 
is reaffirming that you want to stay in that reality. So clean, clean, declutter, remove. That's like the first biggest step to creating a new reality is creating a clean slate, resetting. It's just sometimes we can't conceptualize and understand how to do this in all the different areas of our lives. Sometimes we don't understand how to clean and declutter our relationship life. We don't know how to do that sometimes. We don't know how to like clean up our love vibration. We don't know how to clean that up to release our old baggage and our belief systems of not feeling worthy of love. We don't know how to clean that up. So we just keep going around expressing and shedding this energy around us that's having this rippling effect to create negative, uncomfortable, painful relationships. Sometimes we don't know how to conceptualize cleaning up our financial life. Maybe we struggle with our self-worth, feeling like, We're actually really good enough to do this thing that we're thinking of. Feeling that we're good enough to purchase something that is something of value that we want. To feel like we're good enough to actually save the money so that we can see a large number of money in our bank account. Because we don't really feel like we're even worth that, right? Even though money... As an illusion, as a concept, it's also a physical representation of our self-worth. How do we clean that up? It all starts with awareness. Become aware of what's going on. What are you doing? How are you acting? How are you behaving? And then it's like, it's almost like we don't even know what the right hand is doing. And we are like, I don't know why this isn't working out. I don't know why I don't have any money in the bank. I don't know why my relationships suck. I don't know why I can't have the career I want. Really? I promise nobody said a curse on you. Nobody said this is the life you have to live. I'm sorry. It's just going to have to be this way. No, you are the creator of that. You create that with what is happening in your mind. In some points, in some ways, we're not able to always create everything. And that's what I want to move on to. So I hope that you feel empowered now to be the creator. Not only the creator, but the inventor of your life, to better your life, to improve your life, to start solving problems in your life, but to also express yourself. Get out what is within in a beautiful way. On an artistic way. Get that out. Show the world who you are. Explore who you are. And release and let go. And show that you're this beautiful, magnificent being of energy and light that God has created to share with the rest of the world. And that is absolutely beautiful. There's one thing that always stuck with me. That my pastor told me one time was that God does not create junk. God does not create garbage. And you are not junk and you are not garbage. 
So we have to make sure that we are not putting ourselves in the trash can of life. Right? So aside from that, I want to move on to focusing on the collective reality. This is the world. And as you can see, the world is not always in the most beautiful space. It's not always happy. It's not always kind. It's not always peaceful. It's rarely peaceful. It's not always harmonious. It's not always loving. Right? Because individually, we cannot control the realities of others. We can only control our own reality and the way that we're expressing ourselves and our belief systems and our mental health and so on and so forth. And we're forced to having to live in a world in a collective reality that involves other people. And so, although I'm aware of everything I just told you in the first half of this episode, I think of those that that have not yet been able to create. I think of those. I think of children that come in and they don't have the capability to fully create their lives. And in that, I think of experiences, I think of abuse, I think of traumas that many children go through. I think of animal abuse. I think of animals that are killed and harmed because of these individual realities of others that they're affected by. And that's the part to me that I can't grasp. That's the part to me that I don't understand. That it's just like, okay, I get this whole frequency thing about our perception on our feelings and our emotions and our thoughts and I get that but what about those that that don't necessarily have control or they don't have the conscious thought to create stories and thoughts and feelings like that you know what I mean I think of um, those that may be more helpless in that sense and they have not developed into the creator just yet and so they're at the mercy of other creators and some people don't actually learn or know how to be creators after a certain time when they actually are capable of being creators and so I think about that and it's like okay I get that create your own reality but we have a responsibility We should be way more accountable than what we are. We're not out here, of course, to save anybody or to like save the world, like be these superheroes, right? But we are accountable for our actions. We should be more accountable to to care enough about our own realities that we don't go in to ruin or kill off the realities of others. Like, what about those that are just minding their own business that are just sitting and someone decides, hey, I'm just going to pick you. 
I'm just going to attack you. Right? Like, or someone sets off a bomb or anything like that. Like, I'm not trying to make this a super dark episode, but it's just like, we have to think about these things. It's, these things happen. Where's the accountability in that? And the issue is that we try to go in from an external source, an external point of view, to try to pinpoint that direct source to say you're wrong for what you're doing and you are going to be punished, right? Instead of the fact that we have to accept accountability, everyone needs to accept accountability to take care of their own reality and their life and to clean that up and to not project that that energy outwardly to others right we're always cleaning up others messes right like someone can come here make a mess but I still gotta clean it up because it's my life even if they try to clean it up there's still gonna be some crumbs left behind like they like no one can really clean it up and so that's what I mean in the sense that we can't control everything because we live in a collective reality with others. And we all feed off of one another. We co-create together. We build families together. We expand together. And so the only thing we can do is be responsible for our own lives, to have that ability to respond, to take care of that, and to become those active change makers and inventors in the causes that we feel passionate about. Because just because we have a passion for a cause does not mean that every individual that is in that cause feels passionate about that cause. They're just living, right? So a person that's struggling with poverty or homelessness or disease or whatever they're dealing with, they may not feel passionate about that cause. They just happen to be a part of the collective reality that has a cause attached with it. So if you feel passionate about something, then create that space, create that opportunity to help create a new reality for others in that sense. And collectively, we we have to focus on speaking up for when things are wrong, acting out when things are wrong, addressing when things are wrong, being accountable for when things are wrong, not being accountable for other people, being accountable for ourselves, not sweeping things under the rug, not living in fear where we just turn our heads when something is wrong, right? We're responsible to one another. We're all connected to one another. And so all I have to say to that is that we have to heal ourselves first. Like we can't go and heal anyone else. Only they can heal themselves. But I do believe that if individually we heal, we 
create our own realities individually, what we can control within our own perception. I do believe that others do pay attention to that and they can choose to engage or they can choose to disconnect or they can disengage and they they will still always be who they're going to be. We have no control over how others are going to behave or what they're going to think or how their perception is shaped. We have no control over that. But I do believe that we have a place to be able to affect the lives of others just by speaking up, speaking our truth, being authentic, being honest, being a human again, a caring human, a a human with compassion, a human that cares, right? A human that understands and has empathy. And I know that it's more than just thought. It's mental health, right? Mental illnesses, diet, exercise, behavior, lifestyle, stress. I know all of these, sleep, all of these affect the way that we behave. So in that sense, how can we create a reality that helps the reality of others a little bit better in any way possible by just creating the options? That's all, you, that's all you have to do. That's all that you're responsible for. It doesn't matter if anybody participates in it or believes in it or does it or buys it or sells it or whatever it is. Create the option towards the collective reality. Create your own reality with what you can do. Clean up the mess, even if you didn't make it. And then be purposeful in your journey outwardly manage your stress manage your emotions and have self-control and enough love for yourself to not make the lives of others unbearable so that's all I have to say on this. I know it was like a long spiel. This is probably like my longest solo episode I've ever done. <laughs> but I just felt on my heart that I wanted to share this. I wanted to talk about it. And we are all creators. And I just want you to feel empowered to create something that you feel good about. Something that really changes the lives of others around you for the better. And that we just continue to go through life evolving and growing and learning and loving and living and healing. So thank you so much for tuning in. This concludes our episode on creating your own reality. Definitely stay tuned for a guided meditation and your monthly motivation for awakening your creative spirit. Thank you for joining me. This is Heart Blend Podcast. <laughs>